Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is episode 39, Halloween Highs and Lows. Yes. I can't believe it's Halloween week already, Me either. If we're being honest. Me either. I was actually just looking at the weather before I came out here to see what it was going to be on trick-or-treat night. And of course, it is going to be raining. Crappy weather for the third year in a row, I feel like. I feel like the most accurate description of weather during this time of the year for Ohio. Because <laughs> two years ago, it snowed on beggars night. It did, yep. And the way that they do it here, I don't know how it is everywhere else, but here where we're at, um, usually everybody does beggars night on the Thursday before Halloween. So like, it's not even like, oh, okay, it's October 31st, it's almost November. Now, it's still a week before that, pretty much. So, <laughs> yeah. the fact that we've had snow, and I also was checking it earlier, and you're right. I mean, it's like 100% chance of cats and dogs. Yes. And not even Thursday all day, literally like Thursday evening. Yes. So, so I just don't know. Scientific question. Is it safe for me to assume that maybe we won't have as many trick-or-treaters and maybe I can go ahead and get into some of that trick-or-treat candy early? <laughs> yes. I <laughs> would okay that based on the forecast. I was looking at the fun dip that we got. I got um, a couple boxes of fun dip and then like just some other like assortment of candy. And I was like, man, I really want to have one of those fun dips. But okay, I'm let's be honest. To. I'm going to need you to cut all the sticks off of the fun dips and just give me the sticks. Oh, you like those? That's one of my favorite things ever. And you can't buy them by themselves. And the kids will get mad because like when they trick or treat, they'll be like, mom, did you take the stick out of this one? And I'm like, oh, I don't know what happened to it. I'm not sure. It's just powder. Weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go ahead and chomp on that Kool-Aid mix. <laughs> The stick is technically called a lick a stick. Oh, okay. And like, no joke, I've looked it up. Amazon, you can't buy it anywhere in bulk. You can't. It is not sold separately. That's crazy. I wonder. There's why. your weird fact of the. Do okay, they have a patent on... on it? I don't know, but you would think that as many people like me love it that they would just sell the stick. Um, but while we're on weird candy topics, I feel like we're gonna. Beep, 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 beep. Listeners, we're going to be a little bit of everywhere tonight. You should expect <laughs> that by now, but there's your warning. Yeah. Um, they had a poll on the radio yesterday and said that Ohio's favorite trick-or-treat candy. What's your guess? Favorite trick-or-treat candy? Mm. For the state of Ohio. I just want to know what who they because I can assure you it wasn't me. It wasn't Buckeyes, was it? I mean, blow people pops. are passing that out. Blow pop. I love blow pops. Okay, you know they're okay, but who in the hell said, yes, my favorite trick-or-treat candy is a blow pop? Me, no I would have said that. No one I know. Would, I don't know. I love blow pops. But, like, you think the whole state voted for that as our favorite trick-or-treat candy? No, but I don't, but I don't, like, was there a list? Like, was it multiple choice? I was driving and it was on the radio, so I'm gonna be <laughs> honest. I didn't thoroughly research it clearly. I should have. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to circle back. That's what I'm gonna have to do. Circle back. Um, but I, I feel I, like, I like I feel like the Reese cup and the Kit Kat had to be pretty far up there. They're pretty standard issue. Yeah. Skittles. Yeah. Starburst. I mean, anything but the freaking blow pop. Like a blow pop's okay, but 
I just never would have categorized that as my favorite. Those were always the things that I always um, might have snuck out of trick-or-treat bags when the kids were little. Oh, yeah. For me, it's Reese Cups. You know my feeling about peanut butter. I know. That's why Remington's really your kid, I think. (laughs) She's also just not a fan. I mean, not even kind of. Um... Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know. Um, So, is Lucas, you guys dressing up this year, passing out candy? You doing anything? I really think it's going to be a bust this year. I do, too. I do, too. I was going to dress up as Minnie Mouse um, and get, like, some Minnie Mouse ears and stuff because I already have a dress that I could use, so it's not like I had to buy a costume or anything. But I do like to dress up. Um, But I just don't see the sense this year because... I'm not going to be able to be outside. I'm going to be in the garage. Um, probably passing out candy where it's dry. But I really don't see probably that many kids coming out and pouring down rain. Like, it'd be different if it was spitting rain or something like that. But it is going to be miserable. And, yeah, I mean, it's literally going to be, like, a downpour, which is right. pretty sad, man. Of everything else that's been crap this year. Right. Like, just let the kids have their trick-or-treat harp. No. I will um, say that um, I'm glad that we did the Halloween party for the kids earlier. Because that was a really nice night for them. Oh, my gosh. We could not have gotten better weather for that. I feel, for like, I feel like that's never going to happen for us like that again. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to next year for round two. We'll definitely have to think of, like early October again so that it's mm-hmm. yeah. decent. Yeah. Um, started working on a new project. Oh. Not because I finished any others, just because I like starting 17 projects at I was once. I say none of us do. <laughs> so um, that is it. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. I finished a new ear warmer thing for Remy that's like almost as tall as a hat would be, but just open at the top like it is at the bottom. Oh, okay. Uh, you know her and the bun uh, situation. Yeah. So I did finish that, but I'm working on a little uh, baby lovey because my sister-in-law is having a girl in January, and we're really excited because <sighs> Remy's been the only girl this whole time on both sides of the mm-hmm. family. Like literally, that's it. Yeah. So I'm really excited. They're naming her Penelope. Oh, cute! Are they going to call her Penny, or do we know? Uh- do we know I, yet I, about nicknames? <laughs> we don't. We're we're gonna source that out. So, hashtag Taylor like May, if you're listening, we need to know if there's a nickname in place. I, I feel like I have a lot of questions tonight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> a lot of things need answered. But it's one of those little sets I got from. I think I got them from Joanne's. Had them on sale like three dollars, but it was like the little skein of yarn, and then it came with like the little lovey top that came yes. with the pacifier. Mm-hmm. This one is a Norwal. Okay. And it's, like, pink and purple and teal. And then, of course, the yarn is, too. So, it's really it's making me happy just to knit with these yeah. colors, if I'm being honest. I don't mean to sound stupid, but you brought up Norwal. And this is a question that I've had before. I just have not, I guess, taken the time to Google it. Is that a real animal? Or is it, like, a unicorn whale? Like, they don't really exist, but, like, they exist. I mean, I've always considered it as a not real animal. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> the Norwal, or Norwhale is a medium-sized toothed whale that possesses a large tusk 
from a protruding canine tooth. It's legit. It's a real thing. That's okay. technically a tooth. I was gonna say it's not scientific. Ah, <laughs> uh, it was very scientific. That is per Wikipedia, which clearly is official. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, good call. Learn something new every day because I actually just thought it was like a unicorn whale. So I didn't Me really too. realize. Me too. I was because isn't isn't there one on the Rudolph movie or something at Christmas time? There, there may be. Now that I think about it, uh, I I don't know to be honest. And I've definitely seen it more times than you because I know how much you hate that movie. <laughs> I have it. I'm going to have it on DVD. I might have to watch it later. I feel like um, we need to watch it. Um, Lucas and I, I think, are going to watch Jingle All the Way tonight. Oh, I love it. Our friend John got me a really nice uh, DVD set years ago. And it has, like, all the classics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frosty the Snowman 1 and 2. It's got Rudolph. I think I might have Jingle All the Way. It's got uh, a bunch of them on there. And I love it, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um. Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown was just on last night. Oh, did they put that back on TV? They did. Okay. Uh, cancel Culture's had about a year to wear off, I feel like. I don't know. Right. Uh, I don't even know. Was that Cancel Culture that got, got Charlie Brown there? I feel like it probably was. I don't know. I Well, I don't know. Because I think they were offered a deal or something. I can be completely wrong on this. But I feel like they were offered a deal to like stream it on some streaming network oh and not have it on right and okay here's the know thing that there are a few traditions that. in life <laughs> the wizard of oz being played in the fall i always remember that as a kid being mm-hmm. a big deal like oh the wizard of oz is on tv tonight you know what i mean mm-hmm. that was a big deal and then like frosty rudolph the grinch and although i love the jim carrey grinch i'm just talking the original half an hour yes. cartoon grinch Yes. Uh, the classics, like right. Legally, they shouldn't be allowed to take them off of public TV. <laughs> I agree. Dirty I look. Agree. I don't know what producer signed that deal, but I am glaring at you with every fiber of my being. Yes. Um, well, you and I are both just very traditional people, anyway. That's like, don't screw up our routine. Don't screw up our traditions. If it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> you know. I agree. I just, I don't know. I really like those things too, because for me, so much I feel like has changed, especially in the last couple of years that that I'm like, oh, haven't changed the Grinch on me. He's still a jerk stealing everyone's crap. Like, right. I welcome it. I welcome just the familiarity, I guess, of all of it. But, yeah. you know, I just like, it's kind of like an easy button, I guess. I like, um... I like easy things. I don't know. Clearly, we use Anchor because we love it and it's easy. Um, so if, if anybody's never looked up Anchor and you're remotely thinking of starting a podcast, listen real fast, then we're going to tell you about it. That you uh, enjoyed our little mixing it up tonight there. We are trying some new things, but also maybe technically challenged while we're doing that. So uh, thanks for sticking with us. But... On a real note, we do love Anchor, and it's really easy to use, so hope that you enjoyed that. Um, But back to our crazy week of Halloween highs and lows. Um, Yes. I feel like, let's talk about lows for back in the day Halloween. Okay. We've talked a lot about, like, homemade accessories that you can make, and I feel like this day and age, everybody's very Pinterest crafty, if you will. 
But like flashing back to like some of our childhood, and I shouldn't even say our childhood Halloweens because my mom always went all out for Halloween. She might have stayed up till four in the morning making whatever this costume was going to be, but it would be awesome by the time she was done. Yeah. Now I look back at some of the other Halloween pictures of kids our age, and some of them are scary. Like, why yes. do we think some of those costumes were appropriate? And not even because of like blood and gore and it's a scary Halloween, Michael Myers, whatever. No, like straight up, it was supposed to look like a normal mask, but that <laughs> shit was creepy back in the day. Yes. Like, I have seen some pictures, and I'm like, oh, if you would have come to my door, that would have scared me far more than anybody dressed like Pennywise. Yes. I don't I, know. I agree. Um, I feel like the ones that you are not trying to make look scary are sometimes the scariest. Or like, okay, have you ever ran across the original pictures of our friends with mouse ears that like to live in yep. Florida and California? Yep. And the original costumes of those are yep. like what my nightmares are made of. Yes. Um. So friends, if you haven't seen those pictures, go look up some vintage uh, mouse friends and their creator might or might not have a name that rhymes with Malt Wisney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep us off the radar because every time we talk about them, they mess up our sound. I'm still convinced. Every time. Um, so look up old Malt Wisney there and the original <laughs> costumes for his friends, the rats, and ah, uh, I mean, literally traumatizing. Um, I have never liked clown costumes. They're not funny to me. Like, even a clown as a child. Like, I was like, what is the point? Who, it, who hires well, them? Like, why is that a thing? <laughs> what is as you know, thing? my oldest sister's pretty terrified of clowns herself. Mm-hmm. We yeah. went. So, for her, and I totally get it. Our oldest cousin on my dad's side, uh, she shall not be named because she's kind of crazy. And I hope she listens to this because she's not kind of crazy. I'll call her right out. She is crazy. (laughs) I'm going to blame it on this. Growing up, her entire room was clowns. She had like a shelf that ran all the way around the room at the top, like a foot space between it and the ceiling. And there were freaking clowns covering every ounce of that shelf. That's crazy. It was. And so I believe one is probably where she got all her crazy juice from. But two, like, I'm pretty sure that's what's wrong with Tiff. Like, she just, she, they used to just stare at her, man, and she couldn't handle it. Mm. But we went to this, and it's super, like, distasteful now. Not, I don't know. I don't know when haunted, like, houses and hayrides and things went from being, like, haunted to just being stupid. Like, so this one in Columbus we went to, it was called the Haunted Hoochie. Okay, I've heard of that one, yeah. And, I mean, it was, you know, a scary whatever. Honestly, I just put my head down, grab whoever is in front of me, and do not lift my head until we are, like, back to the car. So they're not enjoyable for me at all. But we went to this one, and uh, her person at the time that she was with told them she was afraid of clowns. Oh, so at the end of this, like we we make it out alive and we're trying to walk to the car. Dude, this clown follows her all the way to the car and like everyone else saw what was happening, but her completely oblivious. Till we get to the car, she turns around, kid you not, pissed her pants right there. 
Oh my gosh. Um, this clown followed her all the way to the car, and I just I don't know how he didn't get decked out that day. That's why I was gonna say I would have had assault charges. I guarantee you. I would have also had them on the ex because knowing I'm afraid of clowns, and then you told him to follow me, like that would have been his right. Be putting his stuff out in the front yard too. Um, but yeah, like I get it, and I think that that's where it started from as a kid. That room was traumatizing with, I mean, just hundreds of clowns everywhere. Oh, I've been to one haunted thing ever in my life, like a haunted trail or whatever. I was in 11th grade. Um, I went with my sister and some of our friends. Um, it was homecoming night. So we went to the homecoming dance first, went back to the house, changed, went to the haunted trail. Um, but I was in no mood, <laughs> quite honestly. And I've never been one to like to be scared or startled. And um, so one of the chainsaw guys was coming up and acting like he was going to cut my legs off at the chainsaw. I decked him with my purse. Full on. <laughs> I love it. Got kicked out. So, well, I good mean. Times. <laughs> you know. I was asked uh... to not return. <laughs> You know, something I will say, though, like the the King's Island um, scary stuff that they do down there, whatever it's called. I did not know that you can get a bracelet to put on you or your kid or whoever. Mm-hmm. And if you've got the bracelet, they see that and they don't mess with you. Like they know that you don't want to be scared. You don't want to be messed with. Um, That's good. Some friends were telling us the other, the other day that they went and were able to get the bracelet. So I thought that was kind of cool, but... I just want yeah. to know why are you going if you don't want to get to, because they're still well, walking around like you still are gonna see them even if well, they're jumping out at you. I think that they so the deal is they went to the kitty land. Oh, okay. And apparently the kitty land also still has haunted stuff. I don't know. Which is crazy. Ridiculous. Okay. Right. Because that's what they said. They were like, we literally went to the kitty land thinking this is the one safe spot. Wrong. Right. So, at least with the bracelets, like, although you might see them, they're not up in your face, like, torturing you, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The only other, I can say, haunted thing I did, and I mean, it was a, a Malt Wisney ride, to be honest. <laughs> I, I didn't think what I called him a minute ago, but we went uh, when I was a sophomore in high school. I don't, I don't know who planned this or thought it was a good idea, but our entire choir for high school, as well as our orchestra and band, all went to Disneyland, and <laughs> it, the whole flight the whole flight was us like those poor flight attendants I mean kids had like the puke bags on their head and everybody lifting their arms like it's a roller coaster when we took off and dude it was torture but when we were down there we were riding the um what is the elevator thing the the t- tower of terror okay yeah. I should have probably called that something different, but I, I'm I'm not on it here. Wisney's as good as it's getting. Hilarious though, because the when you just said that, when I laughed, the feed made a weird sound. Oh my gosh! If you okay, go back so and the to it, you'll hear it. Power of chair. <laughs> it was Neeland. Uh, I'm in tenth grade. I mean, I'm you know first big trip without like grown ups. It was just teachers. Yeah. We get on this thing. And uh, if you've never been on it, it's basically a giant elevator thing that everybody's sitting in and it takes you out on this platform. And then at random, you just drop like you're not it's not like it's times you don't know when it's coming. Might be 10 seconds this time, might be 27 seconds the next time. So we get up there, we go out, the doors open, our cart thing like 
pushes out to the front, like where you drop. And then we're there and we're there and we're just there. And then all the lights inside come on, like the safety, like yellow type lights. And we're there because it's not dropping and we're stuck. Um, at Wisneyland, you know, where it costs bajillions of dollars to get in, their ride is freaking stuck and I'm on right. it. So they pull the cart like back in the building and everybody's like, what the age, you know what I mean? Like, what is happening right now? All the lights are still on. You want to talk about scared. They then took the cart back out and with no warning, it dropped. And I thought for sure I was going to die that day. Like, oh it was scarier than any haunted house I've ever been in. And furthermore, Mr. Sutcliffe, our choir teacher, <laughs> was mad at us because we were almost late back to the bus, but it wasn't our fault. We were stuck on the ride. Right. Stuck on the ride. So... Uh-huh. And that's yeah, before was... the days where you could just send a text message like, hey, hold the bus a minute. Right. I mean, it's weird the details you, I don't know, my brain's weird or I'm sure everyone's is this way. But like thinking of the Disneyland trip, all I remember is that the girl that sang this Little Mermaid part, her name was Whitney and everybody called her Mr. Sutcliffe's Little Mermaid. Oh, it's Mr. Sutcliffe's Little Mermaid. That poor girl was just a good singer. She got the solo because she was a great singer, but oh my gosh. everybody, she was the freaking Little Mermaid the rest of her life, I'll tell you. Um, oh, no. I don't know. Thinking back, I, I, I didn't really care, but a lot of people were really harsh on her for that singing. I don't know, maybe they were jealous that she got it, but yeah, I just remember also thinking who at Disneyland paid all this money to watch these gay who's from Pennsylvania sing and especially things like the little mermaid like you're at Disneyland you're gonna hear the actual mermaid sing it <laughs> right not some 10th grader from Pennsylvania I don't know it was it was bizarre things were back in that day I reckon but yeah probably scarier than any haunted house getting stuck on that Disneyland ride I love that movie though I do too I mean, that I was the them. one that had Eddie Murphy in it, right? Or no, that's not the one. That one I'm sorry. Are we talking about The Little Mermaid? <laughs> no, Tower of Terror. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know it was a movie. Yes. I just know of it as a torture ride or torture device. Yes, I watched it at a slumber party when I was probably like second or third grade, maybe. Was there an elevator that got stuck in the movie? Yeah. And a little, like, little girl on it. Um, oh, I see it. 1997 film. Yeah, okay. So then, yeah, so then I would have been... Kirsten Dunst, what was she, like, seven in that movie? No, she was a teenager, it looks like. I'm looking at the pictures um, now. Huh. Yeah. Not sure how I never... That's weird. I mean, yeah. the only thing I can think is that that was like a year after dad died and we kind of quit being kids that year. So maybe I was like too above the kid movie. I don't know. Even though it was a kid movie, it still scared the bejesus out of me. And I didn't want to watch it, but everybody else wanted to watch it. So we watched it. Now I feel like I'm going to have to watch it. See, I don't know. Slumber parties growing up for me, I can distinctly remember being at Amy Sen's house. And they were watching The Exorcist. And I was like, nope, my mom said, I am not allowed to watch this. I will see you all in the morning and turned over and went to sleep. Wouldn't even <laughs> turn my head in that direction. Because I was like, my mom's going to know that I watched this movie. And she distinctly told me not to watch it. Uh, to this day, 37, never seen it. I have not seen it either. The Exorcist, no. Yep, 
nope, zero interest for me. Although I will say, we saw the stupid, now we're just on a scary movie kick, uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh, I did not watch that one either. Oh, wish I hadn't, because I'll go ahead and ruin it for anybody that's listening and hasn't seen it <laughs> in the movie. Weird stuff starts happening to her in the middle of the night, and it always happens at 3.33 in the morning. And I'll tell you what, I, when did that movie come out? I could probably Google it while we're talking, but... I don't know. Uh, um, so not, gonna, I feel like not too long ago. I would say at least ago. 15 years ago. Um, well, that could be, because... I'm one of those the other day type people. And then I find out that the other day was actually 10 years ago. So. <laughs> 2005. <laughs> the other day. Did that just come out a couple years ago? <laughs> yeah. You know, 2005 or so. But so everything happens at 3.33 in the morning. And oh. I hate it because like even yeah. to this day, if I have to wake up and pee in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh my God, it's 3.33. Why am I awake? Like this, It always happens like that though. I know. You know, it's always like three something in the morning. I tell you what, though, there is no better feeling than feeling like your alarm's about to go off and you look at it and it's like, oh, it's 3 a.m. Okay, back to bed. See, for me, that doesn't happen. I really struggle with the whole falling back to sleep part. Oh. Which sucks because then, like, it was really bad when mom was sick because I would just be up Googling everything as if I was getting my PhD in oncology on my free time. Yeah. Um, but I would wake up and then I just couldn't go back to sleep. So I would, I mean, Google, I'd be doing surveys, I, you name it. It's me at three in the morning. But then about five, five thirty, start to wear down a little bit and get really tired. But guess what? Now it's time to get up. So that's where I struggle. Um, I, I just, once I'm up, I cannot go back to sleep. And it sucks because a lot of times Jeff would be like, so you just up on your phone all night and I'm not, but if I'm awake anyway, I might as well be getting paid to do surveys or something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where I struggle, man. And I'm still going to blame Emily Rose for it all day. I yelled at Eric savagely um, a couple weeks ago. We went to bed and I always say my prayers every night before I go to bed. Well, I had the flashlight on on my phone. Um, and just hadn't turned it off yet, but I didn't see the sense on turning on every light in the house just to go into the bedroom. So I just turned on my flashlight and lay down, but I hadn't turned it off yet. Well, he comes in to bed, um, I don't know, maybe like 10 minutes after that. And so I'm sitting there saying my prayers, whatever. He was like, Hey, did you forget to turn off the flashlight? Did you turn your flashlight still on? Did you turn off the flashlight? Instead of just turning off the flashlight. And so I literally like snapped. I was like, hang on a second. I was like, I was in the middle of saying my prayers, but if it bothers you that much, I'll just turn it back because apparently we're too lazy to turn off the flashlight ourselves. Dear God, please forgive me for my haste while praying. (laughs) I was so mad. I was yelling at him because like he knows that because like I had my eyes shut and stuff. I'm like really thinking and meditative. And um but yeah, but instead of turning it off, he insisted on trying to get my attention over and over again. Like, Sarah, Sarah, your flashlight's still on. Sarah, Sarah, you're going to turn that flashlight off? And I was like, oh my goodness. 
I was like, I am in the middle of saying prayers, but if it means that much to you because you are too lazy to walk across to the side of the bed to turn the flashlight off. Did you sneak a prayer in for him before you started tearing his face off? (laughs) No, but I was like, I guess I'll put God on hold for a minute so I can take care of the flashlight situation for you. Because clearly you're not going to let it go. (laughs) I was livid. (laughs) I was ready to go. Uh, We've been raging lately because this weird thing happens in our bedroom that the temperature is just not remotely regulated <laughs> whatsoever and so you go to bed it's like decently cool about 2 a.m you're in a freaking sauna and oh, no. everybody's like hangry and hot and it's just terrible and so the other day there's we've got a fan too because we're just hot people but the fan I was like I don't even know why we have that thing I can't even feel it like I just lose my mind and so Jeff gets up and like opens the door but then neither of us sleep well when the bedroom door is just wide open like I just have to have the door shut but when you open it I swear to god it's like 30 degrees cooler just by opening the door I don't know I don't know what happens I feel like there's some trick sauna in this house that someone has got a remote control to and like oh they're comfortably sleeping crank it up (laughs) It's terrible. We've been dealing with it terribly, man. I don't even know. Um. Oh, I forgot. Back to this baby lovey I'm working because I'm just so back and forth. I forgot to tell you. I complain all the time about the pearl stitch. Everybody knows I hate it. Uh-huh. I decided to follow the pattern that came on this little thing. And I can't really tell you the difference between like a seed stitch and a moss stitch and a double moss crisscross stitch. And they all kind of just look the same to me, to be honest. But um this one it's just like you knit one pearl one knit one pearl one the whole way for two rows and then the opposite for two rows pearl one knit one pearl one knit one it's not as bad as I thought this little baby yarn is kind of like that thread that you use for your fillet stuff so I'm not really a fan uh-huh. of how thin it is because I feel like I need 800 stitches <laughs> in a row for like a six inch block but yeah um it's growing on me okay well, I'm excited to see how it turns out. Yeah, I had real high hopes of maybe getting it done this weekend because I'm going to see my sister-in-law this weekend. But mm-hmm. knowing that today's Tuesday and that's Friday coming real fast, I'm just not sure it's going to happen. Excuse me, boss. I need a personal day. I've got to finish knitting <laughs> this baby lovey stat. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure that was sure over swimmingly. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, uh, try again. <laughs> try again. Um, I wouldn't do it, though, unless I could see the look on his face when I asked. Because I feel like that would be worth it right there. You Actually, need to help me understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit you with the help me understand why knitting is more important than your actual paid employment. <laughs> um, but I will say... I- I don't think that our boss ever knows what to think about this whole podcasting situation. Because at first, I think he's like, oh, ha ha, cool. Okay, you know what I mean? But but now that we're 17 countries deep here, uh, I make sure to, like, literally announce it to everybody that comes in the vicinity or makes eye contact with me. Hey, that podcast we're doing, did you know we have 17 countries listening? Right. Um, I get a little aggressive about it. So... He was quite surprised the other day. I, I feel like he thinks we would have given up by now, to be honest. Um, we, little does he we know don't we are have not. quit in us. We don't. <laughs> Sorry. We do have a lot of spite, though. So I'll tell you what will never happen for spite is quitting this podcast. <laughs> um, but, okay, as we're talking about our countries that listen. 
Something funny has happened over the last two weeks. It keeps happening. Every time I check, because we can check our analytics through Anchor, um, and actually through Chartable, too. We'll come back to that. But through Anchor's analytics, literally daily it changes who is our number one listener outside of the U.S. South Africa, Canada, South Africa, Canada, Canada, South Africa. Uh, First of all, we love you both, so thank you for listening sincerely. Um, But we want you to share it with your friends and see who's really going to come out here in number one because it's crazy to me how fast it it flip-flops throughout the week. Like, no other country does that. So I feel like we're either gaining some new listeners there or I don't know if somebody's binge listening. Either way, I appreciate it. But let's let's bring in the win for your country. I don't. I don't care which country it is because we love y'all, but it'd be really fun to see somebody pull ahead in this listenership war we've got going on. Right. Um, but it does crack me up. I'll log on and be like, oh my gosh, it changed again. Like it, it makes me <laughs> laugh. Um, but Chartable is another way we can track our analytics. So if you're listening, just know that literally every listen we value. It helps us look at different things and change things that may work or not work. But something that I want to shout out Sarah and I for here, because, you know, we are 39 weeks into this podcast. Mm -hmm. We made it to number 23 on the podcasting charts in Canada under the hobbies category. And I don't really know how many people are in that category, but I feel like if we made it to number anything in the top 100, honestly, for the entire country, I feel like would be an accomplishment. But to say we made it in the top 25. Right. Go us. Go us. Now, here in the U.S., the highest we've made it on the Apple Podcast Charts is 127 in their leisure hobbies category as well, which I still feel like is a pretty big accomplishment. But uh, shout out Canada. We appreciate you guys for getting us up that list a little bit there and helping us, I don't know, learn how to read these charts a little more because we've never had a whole lot of variances, to be honest, with that kind of stuff. So getting to see it now is really cool. But right. Um, I don't know. We do sincerely appreciate you listening, sharing, giving us feedback. You know, last week's episode, we had feedback um, from Ashley there, Heirloom Nook. Uh, we've had some feedback from, you know, uh, crafting podcast, uh, craft parenting podcast. Mm-hmm. We yeah. we love our listeners. So let us know. Um, I don't know what you think about some of the changes we made this week with the format and I don't know. Let us know who's going to win this turf war. Canada, South Africa. We're looking at you. Um, but also, we want to see pictures. Do you dress up for Halloween? Do your kids dress up for Halloween? Is it raining on your Halloween? Snow, perhaps? <laughs> Blizzarding? I don't know. Send us some pictures, though. And with your permission, of course, we would love to share um, on our social, you know, hey, these are some of our listeners and their Halloween costumes or their kids in their Halloween costumes. That'd be really fun. Uh, if my kids end up dressing up and it's not a monsoon here, I'll take some pictures and share them too. Um, but I don't know. We hope that you join us next week. And, you know, next week we really start getting in the nitty gritty. It's going to be November on next week's episode. So yeah, it is the final countdown. I feel like for the holidays, it is coming fast, coming fast. Yes. Um, but you can find us, share those pictures. Tell us what you think. Uh, you can email us needles, hooks, and dirty looks at gmail.com. Or you can find us on social Insta, Facebook at needles, hooks, DL. Uh, we are on TikTok at needles, hooks, DL, but I still don't know how to use it. So other than <laughs> creating it a month ago, 
nothing's really changed there yet. If you want to tell me how to listen to it and use it and make little fun videos, I would love to learn that, but I don't know how. So hit us up at Noodle 60 anywhere else and help us with that. We would love your feedback. We love if you share it and we thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.